Now, here's the thing. Doesn't mean that you can take the foot off the gas pedal and just kind of go, oh, somebody else got this whole thing. You actually still need to stay with the team and keep people accountable throughout the process. Welcome to the 7 Figure Freedom Podcast, where ambitious CEOs turn to transition from being the doer of the business to being the leader of the empire. I am Madeline Weick-Silva. I'll share my real-life struggles and breakthroughs as I've scaled my businesses and grown a team that run the day-to-day without me, so that now I run my seven-figure business on three-day work weeks. Join our community of visionary entrepreneurs and transformational leaders as we create lasting impact, financial freedom, and an awesome, rewarding life with a powerhouse team by your side. So in this episode, I want to talk to you about team accountability. This is something that so often feels like a sore thorn in visionary CEO sides as you are trying to grow your business. Because at some point, right, when you need to hire people to be able to deliver at the capacity that you now are growing into and you're starting to serve a lot more clients, you can't be in all the places at once. And so you need people to step in and actually help you make it happen. And then you're noticing that a lot of the people that you hired are not capable of necessarily delivering the level of service or the quality of service that you want to deliver. And so quality starts being impacted by the team members dropping their balls all over the place and not getting the job done in time and not doing it to the specifications that you told them to. And this can be incredibly frustrating and very disheartening. And oftentimes leave visionary CEOs feeling like they're better off just doing it themselves. They feel like they shouldn't have to tell their team to do certain things that, that their team should just miraculously know the quality that is required of them. They believe that common sense is how they think and that everybody else in that team should just know that, that that's the common sense piece. I have. Learned over the years that common sense is not very common, right? What we think is common is often not common to somebody else. And oftentimes you struggle with being the one responsible for keeping the team accountable. And you wish that you could just hire somebody to step in and just manage your team so you don't have to worry about it. And to some degree, that does work. Like, Part of what we do in the accelerator program is train our product managers that we then install into our clients' businesses that manages projects and manages the team and keep the team accountable to the vision and move them forward, right, to the projects and the tasks. However, there's a caveat to this miracle cure to what ails you, and that is that you can actually bring in product manager or operations manager or online business manager to keep your team accountable if you yourself are not willing to do it. It will totally backfire on the person that you put in place because that person cannot enforce policies and procedures that you have not enforced. They will be seen as the bad guy and your employees will revolt, they will rebel, and they will not want to do it. They'll do passive-aggressive silly stuff. They'll quit. They walk out in the middle of a shift. They do all kinds of crazy stuff and they will undermine both your business and the manager that you put in place. So what do you do? You're kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place in a situation like this. So what you actually need to do 
you need to get really comfortable with keeping your own team accountable and figuring out what are the policies and procedures that you want to have in place that then your team get held accountable to. And without those rules and regulations and those kind of basic guidelines, and here's the thing, they don't have to be the most common basic guidelines that everybody else has in their businesses. You get to make this up, but it has to be communicated to your team. They have to be held accountable to that standard. And you have to lead the way with what that looks like. So I oftentimes say that as the CEO, you really just have two job descriptions or two job tasks. One, create the vision and, you know, where you are heading next with the company. And number two, hold your team accountable to that vision. And that's it. Those are your two tasks that you as the CEO are 100% responsible for 100% of the time. Okay. So you are always leading the way and holding people accountable to where we are going. So maybe you think that, well, my, you know, I just love doing videos and marketing. I have all these other tasks on my, my plate. I don't have time to manage the team. Well, you need to switch around your priorities and put keeping a team accountable ahead of getting stuff, tasks done. Trust me, you can delegate tasks to a capable team, but first you need to develop a capable team. And part of becoming a really good leader is being willing to keep your team accountable and setting standards and holding those standards. And what has really helped me to do that is a couple of different things. One, I learned in my businesses, working in a lot of multi-million dollar businesses and running my own big businesses, figuring out that anytime I put anybody on my team ahead of the company vision, I fail the vision. Okay? So let me explain what I mean by that. So if we have a team member that's not quite performing to our standards, but, you know, maybe they're like 80, 75 to 80% there. Like, you know, they hit the mark most of the time, but, you know, then they see areas where they're just not performing quite the way you would have hoped. And you let that slide. You let that go by the wayside. You don't address it. You don't talk to them about it. You don't keep them accountable to the vision and the standards that you truly have for your business. What starts happening is that will undermine the rest of the team. It will undermine their performance because your team will always adjust to the lowest denominator on the team. So if you have a really high-performing team member and they're working with people that get away with the least resistance or the easiest path forward, and they're not really held to the standards, but that one team member is just, you know, personally motivated to really perform at a high level, they will probably most likely either slide and start performing at a lower level, or two, they'll leave because they feel like there's no reason for them to working so hard for you and your vision and what it is that you want to create when you yourself are not keeping the other team members accountable and seem to not really care about the vision that you're about to create as much as you say you do. Because here's the thing, your team members, they may not say it to you directly, but underneath the surface, this is what they all are thinking. This is what they are concerned about. When they are on a team, they want to have a team community where everybody's hustling and working hard together as a team. And when that is not really happening and some people get away with our less performance, 
and they're not being held accountable to the standard that you talk about when you present the vision, then the good workers on your team will not stick around. And this happens over and over again and can be incredibly costly for you, can really slow down your growth and can really impact your capacity. So oftentimes when I step into somebody's business and they are complaining about their team, which sometimes that's true, the team is just not performing right and they don't have the right people in the right place. That happens very often, not going to lie. So there's a lot of, you know, truth to the fact that, you know, they're not performing right. And oftentimes the visionary CEO don't know what to do, don't know how to find people, don't know how to fix that problem. You know, and this is what we do. We step in and we actually assess the team. We then recruit and hire for the right people. And we help train those people and bring them into your business so they can really be successful in your business. But before we can do any of that, we need to have a solid culture. We need to have solid ground rules laid out and policies and procedures for your business that align with your vision and who you are and who you want to be known for in the company and also in the world. And we want to lay out those guidelines systematically throughout the company. So it's very clear when anytime we bring somebody in that they really know where to focus their attention and how to show up and be successful in your company, what the values and guidelines are in your business and really show up with this strength of carrying that forward. And that's the groundwork that you as a CEO really need to be able to do. And that can be a little bit of a growth spur for you. It's an opportunity for growth because you're going to have to push up maybe potentially against some of the, the feelings of feeling uncomfortable and keeping people accountable. And this is really where my mentorship, I think, really support our clients because when we're working together very intimately, they literally have me in their back pocket. You know, we have private blocks of channels. And so they, they have a situation that arise in the middle of a workplace and middle of the workday, they can just box for me and ask me for help and questions. Sometimes we jump on a quick little, this is what I would say, kind of conversation. And we really support them because you need somebody that got your back as you are stretching yourself into these conversation that feels really edgy and a little bit uncomfortable and outside of your comfort zone and shifting that mindset for yourself. Once that shift has taken place and the groundwork has been laid and the culture is starting to be cultivated inside your business exactly the way you want it to be, now it's quite easy to bring in a project manager who can oversee your team and manage all the projects that are going on in your business and keep the business day-to-day -day operations. Now, here's the thing. doesn't mean that you can take the foot off the gas pedal and just kind of go, oh, somebody else got this whole thing. You actually still need to stay with the team and keep people accountable throughout the process. So right now, you can get my super simple team assessment process that helps me evaluate my current team, identify if I need to hire somebody else, what kind of training my team members need, who is worth investing in and who needs to be more challenged to grow with a company. And really turning those less than motivated team members into productive, valuating, value-adding team players. It's an on-demand five-part video series that will walk you through the whole process. It's totally free. And you can find it at hello7figurefreedom.com team-assessment-video-series. We'll make sure to add the link in the show notes and let me know.
And there's a couple of different ways of keeping people accountable. And maybe we shouldn't use the word accountability because to me, I must say that it's much more about coaching your team, supporting them and building them up and empowering them to take more responsibility and step into a bigger version of themselves and really seeing what's possible for them before they may see it. It's very similar to possibly what you do for your clients, right? When you're coaching your clients, you are also laying the framework and helping them to step into a bigger version of themselves. And so that's really how I look at it when I'm working with my team members. And so there's a lot of coaching around how, to, you know, contacts, like how to think about things, how to problem solve in a strategic way, how to, how to solve bigger problems, how to show up for clients. So there's a lot of those kind of bigger picture, visionary conversations and empowering them to raise to the occasion. But then there's also little things like how they responded to a Voxer, to a client in a Voxer channel. If we have a new hire, for example, I will pay very close attention until I know that they really understand how I want communication to be happening. So these are the minute details that we also really have to pay attention to. And, you know, and also like how they show up dressed, you know, on a Zoom call with clients. You know, we can't have two casual looking people, you know, with disheveled hair that just kind of look like they just woke up and got out of bed and, you know, in a in maybe pretty much the nightgown, right? Like we can't have that. We need to still, even though we're on Zoom and we have a virtual business, we still need to show up super professional and ready to roll and ready to serve our clients. And it needs to be a standard that I have on how we show up on those calls, right? It's things like paying attention to, are they following the policies and procedures for how we track the tasks that they're doing? Are they checking things off? Are they active in our product management software? Are they communicate at the speed that we would like to? So it's really important. You know, me as a CEO, I set the standard for how we communicate. I'm super fast. I move very fast. It's always important for my team to know that is to work at a level of urgency, not in the sense that we are always stressed and overwhelmed and we like just, you know, hustling in that way. But it's a level of urgency in everything we do, meaning that we are always responding really quickly to things. We are always on top of it. It should feel for every client that almost that they are the only client that we are working with. Even though we work with tons of clients, and we are supporting them at this really high level, high touch, you know, way. I want every client to have the experience. They are the only client that we are working with and we are on top of it and want to serve them in a really big way. So that means also in our internal communication, our Slack channels, I expect my client, my team to be on there and responding very promptly to everything. And so, you know, so this is part of our culture. This is part of the expectations that we set when we first train somebody inside our business. And when I first step in to work with us, we cultivate this level of accountability, this level of standard. And then I really stay on top of it and notice the things and constantly are correcting the smaller things. And then also having the bigger conversations about the coaching pieces and and asking them to step into a bigger role. And so this is something that's really important for you as a CEO to constantly be doing over and over and over again. This is one of the biggest pieces that you do. At a point when I had a bigger company and I had a team that pretty much managed everything in my business. I, I had like a six hour work week at that point. I was about to sell the business and my team was managing everything from day to day. And rather than being on phone calls with clients, which is what I used to be doing now, I was just coaching my team 
to make sure that they were, you know, getting the support that they needed to stay on track and keep things rolling. And that became my pretty much my number one, you know, number one is keeping the vision alive, where are you heading next? And number two is keeping a team accountable to that vision, right? And no team member can be put in front of the company vision, right? The company vision is always number one. So really important to keep those principles in place and define what those are for you because they're going to be different for every visionary entrepreneur and what it really looks like. But it's really important to figure those pieces out and write them up and have a place where you actually introduce those to new team members as they enter in. And if you haven't yet defined these things, I recommend you sit down and really look at these ways of how you want your business to be conducted and how you want your team members to be communicating and what are some of the policies and guidelines and values that you hold in your business that are really important that your team uphold. And you want to sit down and you want to communicate that to your team at a team meeting. And generally, the way I introduce these new concepts to my team members, if you haven't done it before, is you just walk in and you're very transparent. And you step in and you say, listen, I know I've been a little bit lackadaisive with this before. You know, I haven't really kept everybody accountable to the vision that we wanted to create. And I know for some of you, that might have been frustrating because we haven't been able to make the kind of progress that I hoped and that you hoped that we could make together. And so I've been sitting with this and I really come to terms with that I want to level up of how we are producing and delivering our services here in the company. And I wanted to kind of talk to you a little bit about some of the guidelines and policies and procedures and values that I want us all to embody as we are working with our clients. And then you lay it down. And as you end the meeting, you say something along the line. So I know that I let you know, things like this slip in the past and that I haven't really, you know, corrected you when you didn't produce at these standards. But now you all know what the new standards are, what the policies and procedures are going to be for the company. And I just want to let you know that I'm making myself accountable to making sure that we all follow these to a T and that we really can raise, rise the company culture up and create an even better experience for our clients but also for all of you. And then now, right, you just outed yourself. You have to now show up and deliver on that promise and start keeping every team member accountable and letting them know when things slide. And the way I do this might seem like, oh my God, now I have to track all of these things. It's actually not that difficult. You'll notice as many times that you notice somebody not doing something the way you had hoped that they would have done it. And you just quietly get annoyed or seethe or sit in the background and just let it slide. Those are the things that you need to step in and address right away. And it could be a simple thing over a Slack message. It could be a quick Zoom meeting. You know, the thing is to deliver any of these kind of feedback with a very neutral tone, very factual, and just what I call the kind of communication that's just the facts, ma'am, right? You don't want to spend a tremendous amount of time, you know, talking about emotions and blah, 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 blah. Not at all. You want to be very factual, very precise, and very uh, to the point and very specific in your communication and feedback that you give to your team without a charge. So then it usually lands a whole lot better, right? So it's really important to be very clear in your communication. They're not mind readers. They don't think like you. They're going to need your guidance. And so you need to look at it as just guiding them and doing it with a lot of kindness and compassion. 
You don't have to apologize. You don't have to overdo the kindness and compassion, but just hold that as you are communicating the pieces. And then, so those are the things when you're seeing things kind of not being quite right, you want to address it right in the moment. And then the other piece that really helps with this is to have your team members have very specific outcomes that they're working towards in their job position. So they are reporting back to you on how they're doing. You're not chasing after them to see how they're doing. So if you start a really straightforward reporting process, then you get all the facts and you can literally schedule this and review this on a regular basis, maybe, you know, once a week, once every other week, then maybe once a month and just kind of make sure everybody's on track and then address things as they show up. And you should have some regular meetings with the team members if things are slipping to just make sure that you get it right. And you can also talk to obviously to your product manager if you and or operations manager who is managing these pieces and address them. But you always have to have that operations manager and product managers back that if they go in and enforce something, you're going to be right there with them. And they are literally not managing people that are managing the agreements that you set when you had that meeting with your team and you lay down the law, right? And you told them the new policies and procedures. All your operations manager and product manager is doing is now holding them accountable agreements that was made in that meeting. And that is how you really develop this strong foundation of a team that is willing to go and bat for you, that will work so hard for you, that will show up for you and be proud of what they're doing and, you know, and show up. And it also will allow you to be a whole lot more generous and present and happy over the course and you'll grow a whole lot faster as well. So this is something that is at the core of the Accelerator program and how we really guide our clients through this process. And so if this is something that you're up against where you feel like you have a team members that are just not quite performing, you don't really know what to do and you feel overwhelmed by managing all the details, step in, come and join us. Let's have a conversation. Let's really figure out what we need to do and build those processes into your business so that all that boring stuff get taken off your plate and you can really focus on what matters most. I hope that helps. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for tuning in to the 7 Figure Freedom Podcast. I hope this episode sparked a shift in perspective to help you amplify your impact, income, and freedom. Schedule a call with me today. You'll find the scheduling link in the show notes to take the first step towards gaining clarity on how to bring your vision to life with more ease. Check the show notes for additional resources.